Hello and welcome back to another episode of Make Your Own Destiny podcast, the podcast that empowers you to shape your future. Today, we're joined with a very special guest, a guest that makes music for the pretty women, <laughs> a guest that <laughs> all you pretty women are looking forward to hear about this. So for the guys, he's a, he's a big artist in the country and he's still growing. He's very young. He studies in the UK, but let me not talk too much. We shall let him explain more about himself. But today we're going to learn more about his music career, the culture within Tanzania, and his education background, and what is going on. What's the future saying? What is he doing? What is he up to? What challenges does he face? And how does he make his own destiny through music? And what does he think about music in Tanzania and abroad? So without further ado, let me welcome the special guest, Pretty Boy Leroy. <laughs> welcome, my brother. What do you say, bro? You guys good, man. Everything is going proper. Yeah. We're chilling. So who's Leroy, man? Who's Leroy? Who is Leroy? Man. Let me say 10K Leroy. Yeah, 10K Leroy. So my artist name is originally just Leroy, but I just added the 10K because there was too many Leroy's. <laughs> so I was like, you know, I, I have to change it up so that, because you know when you search, let's say, you know, you guys, is my OD podcast. Yeah. As soon as you search my OD podcast, it should pop up you guys first. So then I'm like, every time you search Leroy, I don't pop up first. There's so many Leroy's in the world. You say Leroy, Leroy, Leroy. You don't know which one is the one you're looking for. But then if I put 10K Leroy, mm. I'm the only one with that name. So now it's like, I'm very easy to find. Fair enough. So that's, that's how I got the 10K, but it was just a random ass. But Leroy, that's me. And a <laughs> funny story, actually. The way I got my name is from, I got it from my ex. Like <laughs> 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 dead How'd you get it? That's how I got my name, Leroy. So <laughs> the way the way I got that artist name is my ex basically called it to me, called me Leroy. And the reason she did that was because um, we were looking for like, you know, like, you know, see the way you guys have nicknames. Let's just say someone's name is long, it just shorten it. But my real name is just Lee. You can't shorten that. That's that's already like very short. So Lee. Then we just try to make it longer, like out of some funny shit, like oh Leroy, that can make sense. Like oh, okay then, and I just kept it. And I, man, I'm, I spent like three years in this shit. I can't change it now, man. <laughs> shout out to whatever ex that is. Yeah, shout out to, <laughs> shout out to you. Shout out to you. She knows us though. <laughs> I mean, why music? Why music? I think for me, it's always been a passion. But I, I think it's always been a passion for me. But I was just scared to really get into it. And that's how I like to always tell my story. Someone asked me why music. It's always been something that I love to do because like, I grew up around music when I was young, around like 10, 12. Like my uncles had a studio. Mm. They had like a studio. So I used to just go there like to just be there. Because you know, like when you're a kid, you're like, you know, you're always trying to look for something to do. Yeah. So then every time mom's gone, dad's gone, it's just me at home. Shit, I'm not gonna, I might as well tag along with my uncles. So like, I would go to the studio, we just sit there and like you just see the magic happen and like people come there you just play a beat and like he's like seeing that creative process and like seeing how like 10 people in like one studio just all trying to create like one song and like music is like bro music is like you know music is everybody listens to it every day and like music has like you know emotion feelings and everything so for you to like go in the studio hear a beat or even make one there on, on the scratch and then like turn it into like something creative 
is is really crazy to me. So when I was like younger, I was always seeing this, and I was like, well, I gotta do this one day. But then I was really scared to really get into it because of like you know, the, I think the schools that I went to, I went to, I won't mention the schools that I went to. But when I, when I was back younger, like I was still in like primary, secondary. In the beginning, I was like, you know, I'm really supposed to be doing this music stuff, but how if like I was really scared that people are gonna judge, you know what I mean? That's just how everything works. Once you start something new, automatically people are gonna be like, what the hell? What's this? What's this? And all those eyes, I was really scared at that age. I was scared like, man, if I write a song today, people are gonna be like, that's some ass. <laughs> so, so I never really did it. But then it's always been a passion. I just never did it until like I go older and I'm like, you know what? Bro. At the end of the day, it's my life. If I want to make music, then I'm gonna do it. And I think it's like I see the way you guys started this podcast. You know, if you really want to do something, you just do it and just keep doing it. And people will tune in, man. They'll see the vision later. As long as you see your vision, then it's all about you. That's, yeah, that's all that matters. Really. Really. So how do you handle the criticisms? How do I handle the criticism? So, for example, let's say you release yeah. a song i'm coming i'm yeah. saying it's ass yeah yeah so then i think in the beginning bro a crazy story in the beginning when i started i dropped my first song and bro the comment section was going crazy man they were like fire 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 so in my head i'm like damn man. oh shit i really got <laughs> it like that but in the beginning it was not too good to be honest but like people were telling me like yo that shit fire 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 and like i think it's because it was my first song so everybody's like you know curious and like i got a lot of eyes on me at that time so then they were, everybody was like yo fire 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 whatever and then i came to find out they were they created an instagram group <laughs> oh damn <laughs> i came to find out they created an instagram group and they put me and then they put my song they sent my song in there and bro i seen the group like somebody showed it to me and like bro they were just going crazy like yo what the hell is this kid doing bro this is some ass and the weird thing is like in the comment, the same guys are commenting, fire, fire. And then and there, they were like, just bro, this kid needs to stop this shit now. So I was like, damn. In the beginning, I was like, bro, that shit crazy. But I think you just have to overlook it. Cause mm-hmm. like, at the end of the day, man, it's back to just you. This is like, I'm, I'm the reason why I'm going to be where I am, you know? So like, if I let somebody else tell me what to do or like tell me something, like I know what I'm making. And like if I make something, I know I'm still improving. I know I still I know where I'm supposed to be. So I think I look at it like if someone tell me that shit ass, I think the best thing to do is I guess ignore it. But don't ignore it, but like ignore it. I kinda don't explain it. It's like you look at it, sometimes sometimes I don't even look at it. But if I see it, I just be like, oh okay, no problem. It's like I think it just adds on to the drive. Or it just adds on to the fire, I think. Yeah, that's really nice, man. Yeah. You're a student, yeah. and you're yeah. a musician. Yeah. Obviously, yeah, you make music for the girls. Yeah. But <laughs> personally, I'm yeah. a fan of your music. Yeah, I really you. like your Thanks music. You. And one of my favorite songs, I don't know the name, mm. but it goes like, Oh, na, 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 na. Yeah, I like that song yeah. so much. Like, congratulations. Thank you so much. Bro. I actually came across it on Apple Music. Yeah. Yeah, on the, on the top list of yeah. Tanzanian artists. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, saw, I saw it there. I was like, who is this new artist? Yeah. So that's when I found you, I found about you. And then I heard like, okay, some of my friends know you. Yeah. So I was like, okay, cool, let's, let's do an episode with this guy. Yeah. 
So being a student yeah. and being an artist, how do you handle the two responsibilities? How do you juggle them around? Yeah. So then for me, I already do music mm. as a subject. So I do music as a subject when I'm at uni. Oh, so you study music? Yeah, I study music in uni. So like, it's not really that hard to juggle because I only have school on like Monday, Tuesday and Wednesday. So I only go to school like three times in a week, let's say. So if I'm going to school on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, I go to class and I'm learning about music. So whatever I learn in music, class, or whatever, if like if I'm doing performance in class, if I'm doing every, anything that I learn, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, I put it in my own music. So it's like, I think it makes it very easy because I'm doing music as a student and I'm already doing music as a career. So like whatever I learn, I try my best to just put it in now into my own music. So I think it works really well because of, you know, the subject I've chose. But even if I did, let's say I had to do, I don't know, science or something and I was doing music, I think being like able to like you know juggle these two wouldn't i don't think it would have been too hard for me because the way i look at it i don't look at music like it is my career but i don't try to look at it like a career too much because i look at it like like this is like my passion so like it's something that even if i'm going to school like you know when you're going to school it's like man i'd, I'd, I'd feel more forced going to school than even if i'm really tired and you turn on the mic i might be like okay you know what I gotta get up, you know. So like, I think it's more. I think it's like my priorities. So if I start my studies, I'll just make sure I finish everything like on time. Like I'll make sure that I have time for music. So it's something where I just make sure that no matter what I'm doing, no matter how busy I am, I have to do music because it's like that's just like what makes me happy and what keeps me going. So it's better that I can juggle both of them. I think yeah. that way. Yeah, that's really nice, you know. In this channel, we always talk about passion. Yeah. Like, when you do what you love, yeah. even if even if you're working, yeah. you don't feel like it's work. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, because it's a lifestyle. It's yeah. a lifestyle, so, yeah, that's really nice. It doesn't nice. really feel like work anymore. It just feels like, man, I'm like, you know, you're enjoying yourself, you know, doing something that you enjoy. It's like, it doesn't even feel like hectic. You don't feel like, damn, man, I'm so tired. Like, even if you're tired, you might be like, oh, you know, let's just do this, man. So... I think it will be easy to jump. So talking about the, you have, obviously you have passion for music. Yeah. But at what point did you say I want to pursue this thing professionally? Professionally. So I think before I even released my first song, obviously there was like a lot going on in the background because I was really scared to start. I had already started write, writing music and everything like that. But then to now go pursue it professionally, I really just did a lot of research because like for me the way I look at it is. Even if it's my passion and something for fun, it's still something I want to be my career. So if I if I want it to be my career, I need to like really take it very serious because like that's what I want to feed me. Cause I want to make my future. That's what I want to make my destiny. <laughs> <laughs> so obviously, I have to make sure that I really like. I guess work hard. So what I did was I researched a lot before I even started. So I, I, did, I only started professionally like three years ago or four. I think I started four years ago, but I used to rap. I used to rap originally. And then I was like, man, this rap is not for me because I was rapping, but then I was not. It was not too fun for me. Like I, still, 
I transitioned into Afrobeats. I was like, oh my god, yeah. I'm There's really, no going back. There's no going back, man. I loved like just trust me, man. Making an Afrobeats, just the vibes and everything is just it's just always enjoyment. So like, I think when I was making when I started making Afrobeats, that's when I really took it seriously. And like when I did Afrobeats now, I think the more you see like you know it's like it's like these achievements that you're slowly taking in. I think. I look at my achievements, I don't compare, I don't like to compare my achievements. So then, for me to take something professionally, I use myself as my, I guess, standard or like whatever. So like if I'm starting right now, I use myself as a standard. Today, I got a thousand views, cool. Tomorrow, I don't care what you do, just make sure it's above that, even if it's a thousand hundred fine but that low progress should be there so that progress there just keeps me getting it more like yo i'm going i'm going i'm going so if today's a thousand then tomorrow i want it to be 2k if today is 2k then tomorrow i want it to be 3k i want it to just i just want more and more and more so then all the research that i did before i was like yeah man i'm ready to do this professionally i don't remember exactly how when i started professionally but i think like two years three years ago I mean, you guys are saying it's something I think me and you also should take notes as well. Yeah. That if we get a thousand views next yeah. time, we should always aim to get like. Yeah, definitely. Quadruple yeah. or triple. Yeah. So it's you guys should be taking notes as well. If you're doing something, yeah, if you make 10,000, tomorrow make 20,000. Or the little progress. I mean, you might not make 20,000, you might make 12,000. Yeah, exactly. But it's the progress behind yeah. it that you can see that you can, you can do it, right? Yeah, the progress is very important, man. And also, like, don't compare your progress to others. You know, like a lot of people might be like, Let's say me and you both start music now and you drop your song, you have a lot more views than me. I'm like, damn, okay. You get 20,000 views, I have 500. Okay, fine. You drop your next song, you have now 12K and I go like 600. I'm like, damn, what's going on? Like, how come he's doing better or something? I think, bro, just look at yourself, congratulate your achievements because at the end of the day, it's, it's still like, it's your path, you know what I mean? So just congratulate yourself, 100, 200, slowly, slowly. You'll get there eventually, man. So for the viewers that are watching, how do you stay, because it's not really easy, but how do you stay focused on your own path? I think to stay focused on your own path, man, that's that's another challenge like that comes with like, you know, anything really, not even just music. It's another challenge that comes. Staying focused on your path, bro. There's a lot of distractions out here, bro. <laughs> There's a lot of distractions, bro. A lot of distractions. And I think at the end of the day, I think you just have to look at your reasoning. Like, why do you do this? Do you do this because you just want to make money? Or do you do this because you want to? Or like, is anybody forcing you? I think it's it's your path. You chose this. Like, nobody told you to, nobody told me to make music. Nobody told me, hey, listen, you have to sing. If somebody was forcing me, then it would be harder for me to stay because then whoever's forcing me would kind of have to make me stay. But then if I chose it, I'm like, yo, I want to do music. The reasoning behind it is not... I want to make money. I want to become famous. No, no, no. If that was the reasoning, then you know, I think, I think the reasoning plays a big role, man. Because if your reason is just to make money, then it's very. I think it's harder to stay that way. If you just, if you're just looking at it like, I just want to make money. I feel like it's harder to stay on your path when all you want to do is make money. But if you're doing this, because yes, the money will come. Yes, everything will come. But all you want is just because you know that you want to be like. Let's say for me. I want, let's say them, but for me, I want to be like the biggest, like, like, star ever, like, to ever leave Tanzania. 
like I want to represent my flag, but I want to have my flag on my back. And I don't talk Kiswahili too much, but I put it in my songs and just know that I just want to have my flag on my back. So if I know that this is where I want to be, there's nothing that's going to stop me, man. There's going to be women, there's going to be, uh, <laughs> be drugs, there's going to be everything, everywhere. But bro, just know, just look at your goal and be like, bro, this is where I want to be. And if you let anything stop you, then do you really want it that bad, bro? Uh, with that mentality, yeah. bro, I believe the sky is not a limit for you. <laughs> you guys very be, far because be, you know if you are doing it for the money, yeah. then once you get the money, you become dismotivated. Exactly. But if you are doing it for the passion and for a bigger goal that's bigger than money, yeah, yeah you'll never stop. Exactly. Yeah. So you are Tanzanian. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Obviously, you live in the UK. Yeah. So you make Afrobeat music. Yeah. But right here in Tanzania. The most famous music is Bongo Flava. Yeah, that's that's our roots. Yeah. So how has Bongo Flava influenced your music? Yeah. So for me, obviously, even if I I lived in Tanzania right for a long time and like I did not really listen to a lot of Bongo Flava or anything. I actually just came to listen to it like when I started doing my Afrobeats. And I'll give you the reason why I started listening to like Bongo Flavor and stuff. So then beforehand, I never really listened to Bongo Flavor. I used to always listen to like Afrobeats, you know, you know, the famous ones and Nigerian music and like stuff like that. I always used to listen to that type of stuff. And then eventually, as I really got serious into this music business and everything, trust me, having, having my own Tanzanian roots in my music is really important. And the way I seen this was when see I make Afrobeats right and Bongo Flavor and Afrobeats are two different things but then if I'm listening to Bongo Flavor and I'm listening to the way they use their words the Kiswahili in there and I put it in Afrobeats so now I'm on an Afrobeat but I'm singing with Kiswahili words it brings a new flavor so like let's just say to us when we listen to Kiswahili it just sounds like Kiswahili you know you know what Kiswahili sounds like I know what Kiswahili sounds like we understand it but then out there Kiswahili to them is like it's different it's, it's, it's new to the game so I remember I was actually talking to my manager and he was telling me he was asking me bro do you know Kiswahili like this is before so before I met my management he was asking me bro do you know Kiswahili I'm like yeah I know Kiswahili he's like bro trust me like that would be very important and I was asking him why and he was telling me like when you're speaking Kiswahili in Afrobeats you're bringing a new flavor to something and they outside people don't really hear Kiswahili on an Afrobeat or like a new language in Afrobeat. So if you're using, even if I was, to, man, I was some, something I always wish I knew was to speak like my tribal language or something like. If I knew that, bro, I swear I would just be putting that in my songs. Cause like, to them, it's new and like, when something is new to you, to your ears, you just wanna like, you're more curious to like know like, oh, what's what's this? So I feel like when I started listening to Bongo Flavor, I take the Kiswahili, the way they. The starting points, the way these—I don't know how to explain exactly—but like the way Bongo Flavor works, and I try to put it in Afrobeats. So then the Kiswahili the words, everything, when I put it in Afrobeat, it becomes like it, it feels new out there to us. We know what Kiswahili is, so yeah. you know we understand it doesn't feel too new. But out there, like they look at it like, yo, what, what, what's, what is that? And like that curiosity makes them want to listen more. So I think definitely keeping my Tanzanian roots in there is very important so i do take bongo flavor and put it in afrobeats yeah so for the viewers that are watching i'm sure there's some people that probably 
know how to sing as well and everything yeah. from Tanzania. Yeah. But then it's scary yeah. because of where we're from, yeah. the culture and stuff. Yeah. So how is it how has it been for you, obviously with the culture, let's say the aunties, the yeah. uncles, oh why are you making music? <laughs> why are you not a scientist? Yeah. I'm sure they're scared as well. So yeah. how did you come out on that point? I think for me, before I started doing music, I had to kind of show my mom that like I'm really serious with this. You know, because obviously at the end of the day, I know it's hard. Like, you know, there's some parents out there who are going to be, you know, harder on their kids or like, you know, aunties. I mean, just in general, Tanzania, music is not like, you don't just tell somebody I make music and they're going to be like, oh yeah, I'll keep going. Like, usually music is looked at like, either it's bad, it has like, it has bad, I guess, effects to it. Like, people would be like, oh, music, if you make music, you probably do drugs, you probably do all this. It has a bad look. So it's really hard to even just tell your mom like oh, I do music, but then for me at first I didn't tell my mom I do music. I just did it on the side. I didn't let it interfere with my, you know, life at first. And I was just doing music on the side. And then eventually I just came to be like mom, like trust me, I really want to do this. In the beginning obviously like are you sure? I'm like believe me, like I really want to do this. Cool. I do it more and more and more and more and the more she sees me like you know i think someone can see your your effort your your passion like someone can see like when somebody is serious about their work you'll know like you know it'll be pretty obvious like yo he's not sleeping he's just he wants to go to the studio it's like 11 why are you not sleeping like i think my mom just saw that drive like at those times when i, I used to like save my own money and go buy something let's just say if i want to go buy an equipment I save my own money and buy it. Even though she never let me buy it, because like she be like, why are you saving your own money in there? I can buy it for you. I'm like, I know, but then I can't just come to you and ask mom can I have a mic? Well, mic is Maddox, mom can I have a mic. She's like, why? Oh, I make music. Obviously, it's hard to say that, but I think once you do it and do it and do it, the passion, that passion just will prove to them that you're really serious. When once you show somebody you're serious about something, I think it's, it's easier for them to be like, you know what? Okay, fine. Let's let's hear you out. So then, even some parents though, if you're doing science or if they want you to do science, if they want you to do math or anything on the side, I think do it because music can still be like music is not something like that. You don't even need to study it, but like you, you just need to do a lot of research. So you could still do it on the side and still finish what your parents want you to do, whatever. And then after that, just well, you know, once you show someone that you really want something, they can't really stop you now. Like, they can't really stop you because, like, you really want it that bad. Well, I don't think they should be able to stop you from that. But the challenges, yeah, I know, it's 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 big here in Tanzania. You don't just say I make music and they go like, "Ooh, keep going." They just usually, it's a bad look, man. <laughs> yeah, man, it's a bad look on you, bro. But I think the passion would show someone that you're really serious about something. So you make music, yeah. uh, you make really, really nice music. Yeah. So for our audience yeah. who are interested in making music, yeah. they want to know like what's the process like in making music, in making music mm-hmm. until the music is out. Until the music is out. Man, the music, until a song comes out, man. I mean, it takes long. I mean, you guys do this podcast and you know how long it takes to, you know, edit and do all that. I think it's, I don't know how to explain the process, 
But all I know, I'm explaining my process. Everybody has their own process. But for me, is how I feel is what I write. So if today I'm feeling really nice, then I'll probably write a nice song about, you know. Most of the time I write about girls because that's just what I... <laughs> most of the time I write about girls because I guess that's the life I live. But like... <laughs> I guess that's the life I live. But music that I write is inspired by how I'm feeling. So if today I was out with a girl, then tomorrow when I get in the studio, it's probably what I'm going to write about. And whether that girl told me I'm bad, then I'll probably write I'm bad in the song. So <laughs> that's how I write it, like depending on how I'm feeling. So if I get in the studio, I write the song, whatever. The song's now done. I've recorded and recording, I think for me, recording it, finishing it is not really the hard part. The hard part is now taking it out. Like once I've recorded the song, I have it, it's finished. I have it on my hands. Releasing it is the hard part because once, once it's time to release a song, you really have to think strategically because like at the end of the day, I'm, I have to work harder. Like I have to work, I feel like I have to work a lot harder than someone who's doing bongo flavor in Tanzania. Because because I do Afrobeats, it's like I'm challenging the... See right now, the things that are trending right now is I'm a piano songs, right? And because I'm a piano songs are trending everywhere, that's what everybody's going to be doing. Because it's, it's, it's like, if something is hot and you do it, you're also going to be hot, right? So if, if I'm a piano is trending, everybody's going to do it and they're also going to be hot. But then, I haven't done a piano song. And I'm challenging what's hot. And challenging what's hot is already hard enough to be like, you know what guys, stop listening to my piano and listen to my song. It's hard. So like, I have to really plan out how I'm going to release my song. How will I make you listen to my song? Like convincing somebody to listen? Damn man, that's, that's, that's hard bro. Like giving, for someone to give you the time of day, especially, you know, in this time of, like in this time where we are now for someone to be like you know what I'm gonna take my day out like three minutes to listen to Leroy and this new song that's really hard so I think getting it out is harder than actually making it the process is you know I get in the studio I record the producer mixes it I get it back I listen to it one more time to feel if I feel like the song's complete I have the song and I'll take my song put it in on my notes app, I have a notes app on my phone and I just plan how the hell am I gonna convince people to listen to the song. And that's really the hard part, just convincing someone to listen. I really take my time with that. Like like I have I have a lot of songs right now. Like I have a lot of songs ready, but like I don't feel like it's time to drop yet. So I'm really just waiting and just writing down notes. And also, I look around and see like what's going on in time. Like you know, use the time that what's going on right now. Let's just say right now is summer. So what are people feeling right now? Summertime. People are doing this. Ah, so today is uh, let's say this is going on. This is going on. That time that I'm using, I'm like, okay, this happened. So would it be right to drop this song? Let's just say like, let's just say there's like a very big tragedy. Go forbid there's like a big tragedy in Tanzania. And then I'm dropping a song that's like, I want to party, I want to party. It's like, what? Oh, you're making like, sense. You know what I mean? So like, after I look at the time, like, it's, 
just that strategy like pulling it out and making people listen mm. God part. but everything else man trust me it's not that hard to record and do that it's, i don't think it's that hard so as you said obviously yeah it's the life you live yeah <laughs> <laughs> music for the pretty women so i have a question <laughs> yeah go ahead go ahead so is every song about a specific girl or is it for different <laughs> girls a song for different girls <laughs> uh i don't have a specific girl that i write a song for so for example anoti is it for a specific <laughs> girl uh anoti man she got your heart <laughs> whoever that girl is uh i don't know even if she knows herself i don't think she knows herself but music as i said is how i'm feeling so i don't know when i wrote anoti exactly but if yesterday i was you know, anoti is a song about like i went to the club and this one girl <laughs> this one girl basically just gave me the time of my life in there and like the wine was crazy <laughs> Anoti, Anoti, who are you Anoti? I, I don't think she knows who she is and hopefully she doesn't uh but when i went to the studio the next day i think that's all i think about and i just wrote it so it's not a specific song for a girl but it kind of is specific but not really like i don't sit down and be like hey, today i'm gonna write a song about this girl it's just like trust me i don't know i can't explain i don't want to write a song about girls <laughs> it just happens as soon as a song as soon as a beat comes on automatically whatever is going on through my head if there was something i did yesterday if something i did three weeks ago if that's what and especially the beat the beat also plays a part if the beat's like very happy the beat's going very happy then i can it triggers my memories of people that made me happy and then that just comes out and whatever comes out the words whoever they're about you come to find out later later on when i'm done recording i'm like wait a minute i know i know who this is <laughs> so i know but i don't think anybody else knows uh, if you are not he gave Lira the time of the light of his life man props to you thank you, <laughs> you for dropped giving a banger. Me, thank you for giving me that song so thank you to you so Leroy, yeah. you make music for pretty women yeah <laughs> yeah so who inspires you whether it's tanzania yeah. or globally yeah which artist inspires you me get? most yeah so for me in my music i think the person who inspires me most i would say is rema and the reason i would pick rema is because not because of his style of music or anything like that but just for me i like performing performing i like that's like my number one priority if i'm making a song after the song's done automatically i'm already thinking like how the hell will i perform this song and the main reason i look at performing is because let's just say have you guys any of you guys been to like a concert or anything like that yeah brand like, boy you know let's just say you want to bring a boy concert whatever he's performing on stage is not the same song you're gonna hear in the car let's say if you're in the car and you're listening to what's the song by brand boy if you're listening to it's plenty it's plenty oh, uh. if you listen to that song in the car it will just sound brand boy singing this is how the song feels the song it already feels good to you but when now you go to the concert and there's a live band He's performing it with energy. He's like, 
dancers on stage, it like makes the song go like, like you hear the song at a like it's like you see the song at a different perspective. So like, for me, performing is very important because whoever comes to my show has to feel like, man, I want to come back again. Yeah, I want to come back again. So I think Rema, right now, is like, I don't know if you guys have seen any Rema performances on your TikTok or anything like that, but that guy is the performing skills, like convincing somebody, like back again, performing will convince somebody to go back and listen again. After a concert, I guarantee you, you're gonna go back and be like, yo, what's that song that he played there? I mean, like you, like you hear it, you wanna hear it again. So I think Rema is my inspiration performing wise but i think for my sound itself i don't think i have one person who inspires me i think it's just i like to take from different people if i like someone and how they write their music how they do it i look at it and be like oh that's dope i take it and change it into lyric so it's like if i let's just say say i listen to a new song right now and i hear it and i'm like yo this guy went like this later on I'm gonna do it on my way. So like, I would add my own sauce and you know, I change it. Cause everybody, you, you can't copy someone. I mean, you can, but like, you can't really copy someone. So like, you're Monty, I'm me. I could copy your style and everything, but I can't be you. Like, I could copy everything you're wearing right now, but I cannot be you. So I think at the end of the day, once I take from all these inspiring people, slowly, slowly, it just, just kind of shapes me into who I am but who I am is who I am and the inspiration is just like there to like add on to like my sauce I guess so as an artist obviously I feel like for example if I have to look at Lil Baby yeah. right now and say yeah. who do, who describes Lil Baby I think freestyle yes yeah. freestyle yeah. That's, yeah. His, that's the tune of Lil Baby that's yeah. the national anthem but let's say right now if you if someone was to ask you what music or what song would actually represent Leroy of your own on my own. Oh, it could be of your own or it could be of someone like who what song do you think defines you the most? Defines me. Uh I think that's a hard question because you know it feels like that question feels like what's your favorite song? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like it feels like what's your favorite song? But I never really have a favorite. So I don't think I'd even have an answer to this question. Cause it's like every song that I write has some part of me in it. Like, if I'm writing a naughty, this is now this 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 way I can explain like this, yeah. Let's say we take a naughty, the beat. So you take the beat right now. You give me the beat, and you take the beat and give it to someone else who is also an artist. Like, no matter how much similarities the beat is, like no, the beat is the same beat, but it's impossible, impossible to write the same song, to like think of the same melodies, start at the same time, like. He'll do it something else, I'll do something else. So then, if I wrote a note today, I'm the one who wrote it. So it basically has me in it. Like, that's that's my sauce. If I write another song, it's my sauce. So, like, I think it's hard to pick one exact song that defines me. But, man, I think I'll just leave it up to the audience, really. Maybe they can tell me what's... Maybe the, they can tell me the definition of Leroy in a song. But I don't think I have a song exactly which defines me. So not that I know of. Maybe we should leave it to the audience and ask them yeah, um, they, what they, song do you guys think defines Leroy the most? Yeah. Or also, 
comment down below what you guys think is uh, your favorite Leroy song. Is it uh, Naughty? Yeah, let me know, man. Let me know. You know, I'm, I'm, I use you guys for feedback. <laughs> yeah. So and also, know. what do you like? What do you want to see from him? Do you want to see him making music about you? Come yeah. give him the wine of your. <laughs> Come catch him at the club and give him a wine of, your, of his life. He'll make music about you. <laughs> hey, it's an opportunity. <laughs> song could be made about you. <laughs> That's crazy, that's crazy. <laughs> but I mean, you started off music um, by rapping, you said, right? Yeah, yeah. I so, and now you're making Afrobeats. Yeah. How did you evolve from rap to Afrobeats? And what was the process like in between? And why did you do it? I think rap was what I used to listen to. At that time, I used to always listen to rap. So when I started making music, automatically, I'm like, let me just rap. Because I already listen to rap all the time. I already know how to rap. So let me do it. Because I knew how to rap, I did it. But... I didn't do it because like like that didn't make me feel like like complete man i'm telling you when i did rap i was doing it and i was enjoying myself yes but then when i started like listening to afrobeats and when i started doing afrobeats man that's when i was like yo this is where i want to stay and i but the transition i don't think the transition was kind of hard but as i said once again man if you want to do something you're gonna do it bro so I think I just set my mind to it and I said I'm gonna be doing Afrobeats from now on. I was dropping rap songs but I was just still doing Afrobeat in the background and practicing and practicing and practicing like bro I like I practice like a lot bro like man I think I record almost every day so let's say during when I was still back in school every day I tell myself that I have to do something musically. Like no matter no matter how tired I am, I have to do something musically. Even if I load up a beat and I can just record just melodies, I don't write, I can just record nothing. But I need to do something musically. And if I'm doing something every day, there's no way I'm not gonna be good at it. Like I mean, <laughs> there's people who do things every day and you know, still not good at it. But I think it's like if you're doing it like let me go to, let me find a good example. If I know this is where my standard is, I want to be here. I'm not going to do something. I'm not going to make an Afrobeat today. Make another one tomorrow. Make another one the next day and not see progress. Because if I'm making a song today, I have to look that if I make this song, what what did I do wrong? What did I do right? Why is this song not good? And I, I, I used to use people's feedback. So... Before I release or anything, I can show a few people my songs. Like, yo, what do you think of the song? And I can show somebody. And the way I like to like uh, get it is, I don't like to tell people that I'm a musician. So let's say, let's say if we step in a room, and uh, I don't, I'm not gonna be like, hey guys, I'm an artist. I just say whoever has a speaker, yo, like just connect my song and like just play. But don't tell that I'm an artist, cause once somebody knows you're in the same room as them, it's easier for them to just fake it and be like, yeah. oh man, bro, that's crazy, man. Even though they don't really care, they'll just, you know, because like every, nobody wants to be on your bad side or anything. People want to be good to you, so it's very easy for them to just sugarcane everything when you're around. So if I'm in the room right now, and if you guys didn't know that I was a musician and I was a speaker, I'd just be like, yo, I have this one song and I play it. Or like I'd tell my friend to play a song. And once someone plays it, you guys is, I can just look around, you know, through someone's body language and everything. You can kind of tell 
if they like it or not and i just use that feedback from people to level up my sound so then afrobeat was hard in the beginning but i do a song today feedback it be like yo i think i messed up here i think i messed up here okay this is what i'll do next time and i like that so i think feedback and also being honest with yourself man i think a lot of people fail to be honest with themselves because i don't know why but like you can't if you're not honest yourself then it's gonna be harder to make it because if you make a song today just be honest to yourself listen to it listen with your ears and then think about it i like to think about my songs not as leroy but as somebody else so if i make a song right now i want to take myself out of my shoes and step out and be like if i was walking somewhere and i heard the song would i even pay attention to it or would i even care to listen and then that there is me being honest with myself i really have to tell myself like yo this song is not it oh yo this song is good oh yo this song is not there yet so if i'm being honest with myself there's a higher chance that later on i just keep going higher and higher cuz i know if i make a bad song then i just tell myself like yo that's not that is standard so that being honest to myself kind of just adds on to the consistent consistency and everything and then obviously if you have all these things and you really are doing them all the time consistency the feedback telling yourself what's right what's wrong and just growing i think that's how you grow really so i think it was hard but you know here we are now i guess yeah. <laughs> you know we have seen a lot recently yeah. that most artists especially here in Tanzania they either steal or they copy other yeah. people's music yeah. not in a bad way yeah. for example Diamond Platinum yeah. recently released a song yeah. and people yeah. are saying like yeah, he copied some Nigerian artists yeah. yeah so in a bad way yeah. i will refer to a quote uh, by i think it's Leonardo da Vinci yeah. he is one of the greatest artists to ever live so he said like good artist copy great artist steal mm-hmm. so it's something that most people do it like they steal other people's work mm-hmm. and then they integrate it in their music so you as Riroy yeah. you do that are you planning to do it or what do you think about it so i think right now because i feel like i have i want to bring a new sound to the game i don't think I'm going to copy right now. <laughs> oh, I don't know if I'm going to copy anytime soon, but because I want to bring a new sound to the game. I mean, I saw when Diamond did the Enjoy, I think in an interview he was just saying like he heard the beat of uh, Who's Your Guy. That's the song they took the beat from. So he heard the beat of Who's Your Guy and he said that, you know, they felt like they could make something maybe better. So it's like if and i kind of understood his point though cuz like if you if you have a song right now and the beat if i like your beat i could just take your beat and make my own song and i've not really copied but like i've tried to make better of what you made so then i don't think you really copied but he was trying to make better of what the who's your guy did so i think 
I wouldn't really copy them. Like copy, but I don't think I'd copy. Maybe just right now, I feel like I'm young, uh, new generation. I feel like I want to bring a new sound to the game, and and there's time to experiment. Right now, I'm, I'm still young, man. There's time to experiment. There's <laughs> yeah. a lot of time for us to just be like, I'm gonna do this, I'm gonna do this, I'm gonna do this, and like, there's we're still experimenting and creating. Not now. That's very good because you're coming with your own thing. Yeah, yeah. Because most artists they don't want to reinvent the wheel. Yeah. They just want to go with the flow and that's take what exists exactly. and make it better. I don't think that that's I don't think that's really right. Cause I mean obviously it's quick money. Like is well, like making I'm a piano song right now is bro the piano is hot right now. If I really wanted to just make quick money, if I made I'm a piano song and I took I, money it's got a budget and i really budgeted and promoted that song i know it would take me somewhere but then for me i don't like i don't want to blow up with a sound that's not mine like i don't really make them a piano so if i did and i'm a piano song that would not be leroy that would just be me taking a hop yeah. The trend, yeah and like if you blow up because of something let's just say right now if I blow up because I have a piano, the audience I'm going to attract is people who like I'm a piano. So then now these people are coming out to me and expecting Leary to make another piano. I don't know even, you know, how the hell do I even start? Now I have to stick to making piano. So I'm like, nah, man. I think it's more challenging to, you know, bring something new to the game. But I think for the long run, I look at it in the long run, it's better. So you hate it, guys. So if this podcast blows up because of Leroy, <laughs> means we're gonna do another one. So, <laughs> so actually for part two with Leroy, we need ten thousand likes on this as video. As yeah, as yeah. So you guys heard that? Hit, 10, hit the like button if you wanna see a part two of Leroy, man. Let's make it happen, man. Let's make it happen. <laughs> but on top of that, so you said uh, earlier on that you study music, you do music. How do you think? Why do you think that is important as a young artist who's making music? Because for some people, they just think if you have the talent, you just have the talent. You don't need to study. You just yeah. can just make music. But then you decided to go to uni and literally just study music. So how do you think the study music helps you? And do you think it's important for an artist if they're capable of it? Yeah. Yeah. Do you think it's important for them to study music? I mean, obviously, music is a very creative thing, you know, and like you don't really need to. Nobody can teach you how to make music. It's just like yourself you know like how creative you are and like how you do it nobody can teach you how to make music but then they can teach you how to handle the music that you've made so then the reason i'm doing school for music is not because i'm going there to learn how to make music mm. it's like i'm going there mostly to learn like the insides and out like you know like music business once you know that nobody can trick you nobody's gonna play you out like because uh, business in general is a very like dangerous game you know so like once i know that this is how it works then how can you play me and be like oh your new song man listen if you give it to us we can do this and this i be like nah man i'm sorry i can't do that so then i think obviously there's some people out there you know just can't you know uh, do music union and stuff like that but it's definitely important. I feel like it's important to have the knowledge because it definitely, it like, 
what you what you know is what like how do I explain it? Like what you know is like what you can use to kind of like control your sound or your music. So like if I know that this is how the game works, how can you play me? How can you outplay me in the game? Like because I already know how it works. So then I think it's important not to learn how to make music, but to like really manage it and handle it and like see how to promote, how to just do everything in general. It's important. But a lot of people don't have it out there and you know, sadly that's how a lot of artists, you know, get like used and stuff yeah. these days. Like you sign a contract that tell you don't they got you. And obviously if you don't have the knowledge, then you don't really know too much. I mean that goes along the lines of if you're capable of start, I'm sure there's insides and outs and everything. Yeah. I'm pretty sure Musa we can go and study podcasting right now. <laughs> but as he said, yeah. there's there's insides and outs yeah. and you just have to be able to learn and yeah. know the the fact that he's get into music so that you can know so that you guys, whoever you think you are, you can't come to him and be like, Give me your music and yeah, exactly. let me play it for you and take that percent, take this yeah. percent. He's trying to study the deep inside root of music. I mean, it's a very good thing, man. So what do you think? Yeah, yeah, it's great. And one thing I really want to know from Riroy, you know, we all have challenges yeah. in our careers. Yeah. Even for us, we have a lot of challenges since we started this podcast. Like most people didn't even want to come. Yeah. Most people even didn't want to even to listen to our podcast at first. So with the music, what challenges have you been facing trying to grow as a young artist? I think challenges there's a lot of different challenges man there's, there's money man like this music stuff is expensive man like <laughs> you know trying to get the best engineer trying to get the best beat trying to like this you just I, like before i even release a song so much shit i have to pay for just for you guys to get it so it's already hard enough you know for it you know i i put my songs on all platforms but like for the professionalism to stay high, man, you gotta have, you know, money, man. And like, finding that money, you know, and now we're investing in your music, doing a show, and then after the show, not spending that money somewhere else, but putting now back in your music is, is challenging to, you know, that side of like, just the money factor is really challenging itself. And um, other factors that are really challenging. I think right now, because right now, I don't think I face too many challenges because I've already seen all the challenges and I've kind of already known how to go above them. So there's challenges like the first time I said convincing someone to listen, uh, the money issue, there's what are the challenges there? Like there's many different challenges but right now they're just not on top of my head. Like there's a lot of challenges that are going on but you can't really let them stop you but you can just find a way to go around it. It's like a wall. Like, it'll be a wall right now. Let's say your mom tells you stop making music. I'm like, nah, man, I'm not doing that. And it's obviously going, let's just say there's a wall right here. Going around the wall is probably harder than going through it. Like, like if the wall was not there, it would have been easier to pass. Yeah. But like, because it's already there, what are you gonna do? You just have to go around it. If you, if you want to get to the back, then you just have to go around it, right? Like. 
if you really want what's at the back of the wall, then you know they're gonna gonna stand there and be like, damn man, can't climb this wall. But you're either gonna climb it, go around it. I don't know how you're gonna find it, but you just have to go around these challenges. But there's definitely a lot of challenges out there. I know they're just not on top of my head. That's nice. And in this podcast, we always talk about money. Yeah. Money and making your own destiny. Yeah. So, as a musician, how do you make money? How do I make money? Yeah. There's different ways of making money as a musician. And just for the people out there, because there's a lot of people who come to me and ask me, like, there's somebody who came up to me and asked me, um, I want to start making music, but, like, it's like to pay that serious. So, first of all, <laughs> at first, when he asked me that, I was like, but are you doing this for the money or are you doing it because you want to? But then a lot of people want to know how, you know, do we even make money? And I think music is like, it's entertainment at the end of the day. It's entertainment. So you, there's different ways to make money. So let's say if I drop a song now, the first and easiest way to make money is through streams. Like if you listen, I get paid. However, man, they pay so little, bro. Like one, you could listen to a song right now. One stream could like be like 0.0000 something for dollars. Bro, that's like, I don't know what the hell is that? Like <laughs> for like, for like a thousand streams, man, you might even get like three dollars. And it all depends on where your people are listening from. Like if you're listening from Tanzania, because Spotify, let's say Spotify, we pay cheap. It's like we pay cheaper, it's like 10k I think, for like a monthly subscription. Because we pay cheaper, they are supposed to get paid cheaper when you listen from here. But when you're from, let's say out there UK, you pay let's say five, ten pounds, then that's more expensive. The artists get paid more, but it's not really like a big difference. So it's like 0.00004 is 0.0005. Like is nothing crazy from streams so obviously you don't get much from streams man but where you really get your money is shows yeah shows is where you get money merch um people like hard hard cash is better than that online cash like hard cash like and now getting hard cash from somebody like yeah i can get you to listen to my song but Getting you to take out 20k to come see me at a show is a different case, you know. So it's it's definitely harder to get somebody to pay 20k to see you at a show than to listen. But that's how we get paid from performing. Performing, you get money. Yeah, that's that's like number one where you get money. And then after that, there's just these other small things like endorsements, you know, and like showing face like so once once you really get hot like once you're really famous everybody wants to like see you everybody wants to like uh use you and you know you become a brand like at the end of the day so like let's say right now i make music i'm like basically a brand yeah and once someone attaches my name to the thing if i have a lawyer enough fan base then they're bound to come watch they're bound to come to the performance they're bound to come there so then like you get money very easily once you've blown up and everybody wants to see you and you have like your very strong fan base that are like 
man, musician fan bases are like, like crazy, man. I think I think I saw this when I was in the UK. I saw um, Chris Brown. So then he was doing a tour in the UK, mm. and then every day after he's done performing, he's already got his money for performing. Yeah, he goes to club. He has to go for a club, right? Yeah. He goes to like a club appearance. But you know how much they pay him for a club appearance? Bro, fifty thousand pounds. Some crazy <laughs> money, <laughs> bro. They pay him fifty thousand pounds for the club appearance, and when it comes to the club appearance, like it's like it's like a, like bro, it's like this shit is really serious. Like they have like guidelines and everything. Like I, I don't have mine. I would show you. I'd show you like my rider. So like let's say it's called a rider, and like if you guys want me to perform somewhere. I just send you my rider, and my rider has everything written in it. Like these are the terms of conditions. If you want Leroy to come, oh, he's allowed to bring three guests. He's allowed to so now I have mine, and you know I'm allowed. To, I'm allowed to bring three guests. There's a certain amount of money you have to give me. And it's like I'll give you my rider, and whether you sign it or you don't, it's up to you. But then them, Chris Brown or whatever, on his on his rider for that fifty thousand, bro, fifty thousand bands, bro, and. After you go pay 50k, he doesn't touch the mic. <laughs> like he's just a club appearance. He's he just comes there for 50k. He's there for like 30 minutes. He doesn't touch the mic. You give him drinks on top of that. You give him girls on top of that. <laughs> you know that. So I think it's money is there in the music. If you want to do music, money is there. But don't focus on the money. Like just don't focus on it. Just. If you do it as a passion, and once you get hot, the money will come, and, and the money will come. Bro. Just you, just do what you want to do, and the money will come, bro. So, what is the vision of your music? What's your goal? What's your goal, goal and vision? Yeah. Man, the man. next five, ten years, let's say, someone who came and watched this podcast, and uh, we asked you this question. Yeah. They come and they see you. What's the vision? What, what would they see? Bro, in the next five, ten years, bro, I want to be performing on the biggest stages, like, bro, like O2 Arena. Fucking hell, bro. That's like, that's like a goal to me. But like, it's like having, for me, the biggest thing that I've always told myself, and I think I even cry if this happens, is hearing, like, you know, writing a song. And like doing all this creative stuff behind the scenes, I've already written my song. Like this is, I've made this, and now hearing like over, just hearing for me, just hearing like 50 people singing it like word to word, feels crazy. And like right now, I do a couple shows, and you know, I'm not saying um, that guy, but like I bring in you know a couple people, and these people have come at their house, willing that they're knowing like today. I want to go see Leroy and I want to go hear him perform this song. If it was like 200 people, 100, coming and just standing there to look at me, just sing. And they sing the song word to word. That shit makes me feel like, like, bro, like, it just makes me feel that type of way, man. So the goal is I need like 50,000, 60,000. I just want to hear like an audience singing my song and especially Mike Swahili lyrics. Mike Swahili lyrics. Bro, I need them singing that shit, and it, it'll even feel like I'm representing my country. Really, it will feel like I have my country on my back, like you know, I have my flag, and you guys are singing. You guys are singing clearly. You don't even understand it, but you're singing it. So I think the goal is from five to ten years from now, bro. Ten years is too far. Five years from now, the biggest stages have to hear 
my son. And that's what we're gonna be. Not not planning. That's what we're going to be. You meant to that. I mean you guys heard it from here. Yeah. You guys are gonna be one of you guys have to go follow 10K Lira from now on. So I listen to his music and I told you guys, comment down below what you guys think of his music. Comment down below your favorite song. Comment down below what you want to hear from him or give him feedback. He said he loves feedback and we're all a community here, so just drop him a little feedback. Hey Roy, you know, most artists I've seen they are very superstitious mm. and they do rituals. For example, <laughs> you've seen an artist, let's yeah. say like Harmonize or Wizkid or yeah. Banner Boy or Lil Wayne. Yeah. Like before they create their art and find someone must smoke weed mm. or someone must drink. Okay. Yeah. So do you have any superstitions or rituals that you do before creating music? Man. It's just the vibes, man. It's just the vibes. Most of the time, I find myself writing music after, like a weekend. You know, most of the time in the weekend, I feel like that's like my getaway time. You know, I don't, I don't record on Saturdays or Sundays or Fridays. So if that's my getaway time, you know, um, at night we're going out with the boys. You know, what I mean, chilling and you know, enjoying ourselves. Pretty good. <laughs> 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 you know, that with the pretty girls as well, and just that enjoyment there i think you could say is what kind of feels into the song that i'm gonna write on monday so if i'm gonna write a song on monday most likely either this weekend or the weekend before kind of inspired it so i i think maybe you could use that as like a ritual but like i think it's something that what i do is what i'm gonna write so whatever i've done before i've written the music it's kind of my ritual, more like maybe smoking or drinking. The ritual is what like I've done beforehand, instead of smoking or drinking or anything like that. Yeah, just like Monty, you know, he likes drinking something yeah. before he shoot a podcast. Whether uh, yeah. it's Fanta or it's water, whatever yeah. it is, yeah. <laughs> he yeah. has to. Yeah, that's a six-something like money. But I mean. So now let's jump on the advice part. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure there's certain viewers right now that are curious. They want to hear your advice. Yeah. You make music for pretty women and stuff, but they, maybe they want to just jump in the music stage yeah. and stuff. So what advice have you got for the people that, for the young Tanzanians or the Tanzanians that want to do music, but they're scared? Or I don't know, if there's just something pushing them back. What advice do you have for them? I think my advice is simply do it. However, just know that what you're getting yourself into is not like it's not a joke like like you know if you want to make music it's not a joke like obviously it's fun and games but it's not a joke like if you really want to make music there's a lot that's gonna come like you have to think outside the box because like how many artists are there in the world like everybody makes music there's a, there's a lot of people that make music so then why would I waste my time to listen to yours? So then, for me to even give it the time of day, or for someone to even give it the time of day to listen, like they really gotta see you like really working, and like you just pushing it on them like consistently, like bro, I make music, bro, I make music. Either it's through social media, whatever. Just make sure people know you make music, right? So if you want to make music, do it, but just know that you is not just making music there's like research that you have to do there's a lot of thinking that you have to do and also in the early stages 
it's just you man like you don't have an editor you don't have a cameraman you don't have anybody to help you with anything it's just you and when it's just you it's like you have to be your like you have to be your company like you're your manager you're your artist you're your social media manager you're the one who's going to promote the song you're doing everything for yourself so just know it's a lot to do but if you want to do it just before you do it just make sure you do enough research see how this is going because at the end of the day i don't want anybody to do something like for me one thing i don't really like is when somebody believes that they want to do something and then they give up halfway and like obviously there's some people who give up because you know there's things which out of their control but like when like you stop doing something like i feel like i feel like it's like you're starting afresh let's say you guys started this podcast right with the consistency that you guys have now everything is going great you know you're pushing you're pushing there's always gonna be a time where like you've reached like like a stalemate or something and when people reach a stalemate usually they feel like you know damn i think this is my peak but like nah man a stalemate is just like it's just a stalemate for like because like right now i could be dropping music every day obviously in the beginning you see a lot of consistency it's just new and then you just reach a point where you're just getting 10,000 views every song you're not going higher you're not going lower you're just staying there that stalemate is just like you're, it's gonna it's, it's gonna go up again because obviously you don't go up like this you go up like this you take the then you go up you know it's like it's like that's how the graph works you don't just go straight up you know what i mean so i think if you want to do it do it but just know what you're getting yourself into and please don't give up because like trust me consistency is key like, just don't give up that's my main advice is if you want to do it do, do the research, research and just don't, don't give up yeah yeah you know for for every action yeah. that you do there's always an equal and opposite reaction yeah so when you create music there's some response coming yeah. back to you. Yeah. I remember the other day, Monty was telling me that, yo, I'm going places and a lot of people mm-hmm. notice me. A lot of yeah. people say, yo, I saw you in yeah. a podcast. Yeah. And they really show him some positive response. Yeah. So I told him, man, don't be carried away. Mm-hmm. Because if there's positive response, there will be also negative response. Yeah, so man, man, don't man. be surprised yeah. when someone just come to you and hit you on your face. <laughs> Just because of something you said in a podcast two years ago, mm-hmm. yeah. So you, as an artist, obviously, yeah, you make music for the pretty women. Mm-hmm. So, what unexpected response have you ever gotten from you creating music? Oh, man. That's a good question. I don't know what. Do I have like a crazy story that's happened? Uh, I mean, most people are usually scared, like to confront. In real life, in real life, man, most people are scared to confront you. Even if they, someone can hate you, but most of the time they're scared to confront you in real life. Cause like, what do they? What can they tell you? Like, oh, like it's like, are you just wasting your time? Like, if I'm walking and you come to me, like, you suck, you suck. Like, you haven't really done anything to me. I'm, I'm still working. I'm still cooling. So like, I don't think most people do that. But online, bro, on social media, that's when like, like, people never really comment straight to me but they tell people so i usually hear from people and like i think this is one time when i was starting the uh, pretty girls love leroy movement 
when I started it like I think a year ago when I started it somebody sent like this is the first day I posted it and I was like pretty girls love Leroy somebody took it and sent it to somebody else and then that person sent me a screenshot so he sent it to somebody else and then told him like oh my god what the hell is wrong with this kid what is he doing this is some rubbish and then <laughs> after a few months the same guy texted me and he was like bro that shit is so dope man how did you know pretty girls love Leroy that shit is crazy man I love the I see the genius I'm like man shut the hell up bro I didn't even respond cause like what do I tell him and now do I say thank you or do I be like oh should I just send him a screenshot <laughs> I don't know I never responded but like man negative ah negative is the usual bro like just expect negative man negative is always gonna come you know you can't please everybody the impossible bro no matter how great you are people hate on you guys know mr beast right yeah people hate on mr beast he's built something how? so productive for the world bro. right like people still tell him like huh, he's just using people for views i'm like oh. he's literally helping people like he's helping people but people still hate man shut up man like it's impossible to please anybody like jesus bro uh, bro that's what i'm saying like it's just impossible so all you gotta do is just focus on the good side if the hate's there just don't pay no mind really just don't pay no mind because bro people oh yeah, yeah yeah on the phone man people are different on the phone bro like if you go through comment sections especially mad people be saying whatever they want to say in there like someone could like cuss the whole family out bro through the phone it's like damn bro you don't even know me but these are you don't even know me bro so i think you just have to we just leave it on the side but i don't really have a crazy story or anything negative outside but most of the time i usually just catch people like most of the time if anything negative happens i don't know this one guy some guy he was saying some like you know shit about my music like well, it's bad it's bad whatever obviously i never really paid no mind i don't really care so if you say it's bad without and then after a few like months or so he came and asked me for a feature. And I was like, oh, bro, do I tell you no? Like, what? Like, I don't even know what to tell you. So I, I just usually just see all these things. I pay, don't mind. And most of the time, they change. And, you know, you can change somebody. If someone hates you, you can make them like you. Yeah. You can make them like you. So the same way if someone likes you, they can hate you. The same way someone can hate you and like you. So... If someone hates me, I don't give a damn. I'm just gonna keep doing <laughs> what I'm doing, and whether they choose to still hate me yeah. or turn into a fan, then that's their choice. At the end of the day, at this point, I've just decided to literally just close my eyes on the negative. <laughs> the, what, remember the comments I just showed? Yeah. It's literally near a thousand. I promise you, mm. I have not read any comment. The only comment that I saw was this notification that come up. So I was like, "Fuck you." Yeah, bro. Why? <laughs> you see, all those comments and stuff. You know, I've always wondered, right? I used to wonder, like, you see, let's just say, Burner Boy, all these big celebrities, when they post all those comments they get, right? I've always wondered, like, why do they not, like, reply or, like, read? And I, and I just noticed, like, now that it makes sense, because, like, trust me, you know, we're all humans at the end of the day. And, like, a comment can definitely, like, whether you like it or not, it can, like, make you kind of think about it, yeah. you know? If someone says, like, what the hell is this podcast what the hell is this some bullshit bro get this out of here it is automatically in your head you might be like oh, 
like you you like you'll definitely think about it yeah because you know we're all humans any day we have emotions and stuff so like you'll definitely think about it whether you like it or not so then you might as well if you see your uncle like, okay leave it and just you don't even need to read the comments because and mostly pay attention to the ones that are like you know are showing love man if someone's showing love then like it you know maybe reply but most definitely don't like if someone is talking shit if you now respond if someone says fuck you you be like fuck you too <laughs> it, it, i think it's like then then you've given them your time which i don't think any of us should do man especially because we're all doing creative stuff you know this podcast me i'm doing music i don't pay no mind man just let them just let them fight in the comment section man. i always see people fighting in the comment section this interview i did one time and then somebody was in the comment section talking shit about me it's like what the hell what's wrong with this kid see then another person came and was like no you shut up yeah this kid is good and stuff and then they're just arguing in the comments none of them know me but they're arguing in the comments about me so like man i just leave it and i just 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 don't reply man just focus on your grind and stay there we people that are watching and they're going down to comment for the old people that are watching <laughs> and you're going on a comment section chatting shit <laughs> wake up you're washed just wake up what more what productive thing are you doing rather than just going to comment shit yeah. so commenting shit go learn more about make yes. your own destiny yeah. <laughs> yeah the thing is even if they comment shit it helps us it yeah, helps they, our video to go that's the thing man. i don't think they, they i don't i don't think they know that like <laughs> like if you're commenting shit fine like okay I love it. I, I, it's cool you know because at the end of the day more the comments the more the likes the more we go viral the more fire goes so the more you're gonna hate me the more (laughs) (laughs) the more yeah the more you're gonna hate him so like man keep on hating keep on hating man we'll keep we'll keep pushing yeah the more you hate the more we'll give you content basically (laughs) but finally uh in line of our the theme of our podcast so how do you think you're making your own destiny as a young tanzanian artist who lives in the uk that studies music but also does music how do you think you're making your own destiny how do you think it's gonna come about for you man I feel like I have control of my destiny and if it's to ever go wrong, I feel like I'm the only one to blame because at the end of the day, as you said, it's my own destiny, man. I want to be the fucking best musician and I will make it happen. So if shit is going left, I can't now turn to my friend and be like, bro, are you serious? Why am I not doing good? <laughs> is, that, is that his fault or mine? So like, I think making my own destiny is very important and i am making my own destiny currently as you speak right now we're doing this podcast right now but bro from now years later you guys won't know where we're going to be you know what i mean this studio you guys could have this studio another one another one just be switching it because like you know shit is getting big and stuff so i think right now all we have to do is just keep pushing like bro like consistency i'm telling you some and like Someone might take a year, and you're like, damn, man, they blew up in a year. Man, just focus on yourself. Yeah, it's your destiny, as you said. Like, focus on your destiny and just keep pushing. Because at the end of the day, that consistency, bro, there's no way. Like, I, that's how I believe it. Like, I have that strong belief. Like, if I really want to be something, I will be there. Whether you like it, whether I like it, I will be there. Because... If I want to be there, then I'm going to be there. So then, make your own destiny. 
thank you guys for having me so much here you guys man i feel like we're gonna go up together and from here no, let's keep pushing man. let's keep thriving for the for the biggest stages where we going man? what's what have you got coming up yeah man uh new music expected very soon and and also oh yeah oh yeah Oh yeah, okay. So yeah, right now my latest song Casamigos is out now, and uh, go watch the video and go stream it. Cause trust me, Casamigos is the biggest song out right now. That's all I gotta tell them. Quickly dislike, but people are going crazy about it. <laughs> Do you have any? Uh, I have any song that I dislike. I don't have it out. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, so then, <laughs> if I just like a song, my friends are the ones who hear it, like, at home. And they tell me, bro, release this. I'm like, man, I don't know, like, I don't know. For me, I have to feel comfortable to release it before I release a song. But yeah, there's songs that, oh, yeah, man, I do have one that's released. You know that song, Siji Ski? I don't know if you know it. I have a song called, song called Siji Ski. And like, oh, bro, people want Every time I'm performing, oh, performance is ski. I tell him next time. And the song is literally, ah, oh, man. Like, <laughs> people love that song, but I'm sorry, guys. I think that's the song. I just yeah, like. put it in the description for people to watch it. It's but yeah, that was 10k Lira, man. I mean, 10k Lira explained about himself, the challenges he's faced, what happens with his music career, what he's trying to do, where he's trying to be in the next 10, 5 years. And I mean, you guys also were here. You guys learned all the from here. I hope you guys took notes. And as he said, we'll kind of have a part two. If you guys hit, get 10,000 likes. So make sure you just hit the like button, share it to your friend, share it to your mom, your dad. Who else? Subscribe. Subscribe, and we shall see you to another episode.